Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of Small Town Sarah. In this episode, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. I had um, a whole bunch of things I had originally planned for this episode, but, you know, life got in the way and, and everything, and so we're switching it up into something completely different that I haven't done yet. And after some notes from some of my older listeners uh, that had trouble hearing me uh, over the music, I'm taking away my safety blanket and um, just going to be talking. I'll, I'll try to figure out how to put music just in between segments, but not through the whole thing, because um, I would never, ever want to make it a, so people can't listen, can't hear what I'm saying. Um, so we're changing that up. It's very scary for me because... This is all new to me, but it's also, I'm very shy about my voice, uh, although I've been getting a lot of compliments, so thank you everyone that has reached out and told me they enjoy listening to my voice on the podcasts. Uh, that really is surprising to me, but also it, it really touches my heart, so thank you so much. Also, I uh, hit a milestone recently. I I just got uh, 50 listeners for the podcast. So thank you everyone that has listened and followed, subscribed and shared um, for making this possible. Uh, the platform I'm on says that once I do, I get 50 followers, I can start playing ads uh, and making some money. And since I'm trying to be as transparent as possible in this podcast, um, we're going to do that. We're going to put that in. We're going to put some ads in and um, hopefully I can start making some money because I'm I'm struggling still to find a job despite my best efforts. And when I say my best efforts, I mean I'm, I'm spending almost every day looking for jobs, applying to jobs. I'm, I think I'm, the most I did was like 12 do jobs in a day applications or rather 12 applications in a day. Um, but my average is about six, six to 10 uh, every day. Yeah, I it's just a way for me without having to ask people for money to kind of start being able to pay my own way again. Um, that and my shop on pangobooks.com. <laughs> I hope that you enjoy and I hope that despite the ads, everybody still sticks around. And I hope that you like this kind of unusual uh, episode this week. And it, if people really enjoy it, it might be something I stick with. Um, but I'm still in the what's going to work and what isn't phase. So, you know, music didn't work in the background. So we're taking that out. And uh, we'll see if this type of episode uh, does well for people or if people enjoy it. And I really, really hope you do. So for episode four, instead of choosing one book to talk about, I'm going to be talking about an author I love. Now this author has meant a lot to me since I first read her. I think it's been six years since I first discovered her. And I will literally pick up anything she writes. And she has quite a backlist. So I'm very excited her name is Zoraida Cordova, and she's Latina, um, and I first read her uh, YA fantasy novel called Labyrinth Lost, which is about these 
Brujas living in uh, Brooklyn, New York. And um, there's like this ceremony that goes a little bit wrong. And one of them has to go and save her family from basically the underworld. And it's like about uh, all about that and the adventure she goes on and kind of self-discovery and, and what that means for her and um, really kind of coming to terms with who she is. And, you know, there's a little queer love story in there. So, you know, I'm always down for that. And ever since I read that, I have become a huge fangirl. I, I love her work so much. I I really want to read just anything and everything she writes. I um, I have been trying to limit my book buying a little bit in the last little while, so I haven't picked up everything she's written yet. Um, but I'm very excited to keep going with my journey. Uh, but by far my favorite series of hers is the Brooklyn Brujas. She's, there's three books in that series and they all are just delights. If you don't know what a bruja is, um, it's, it's basically, it's like a witch. Um, but there's, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more ceremony to it, um, than just witch, but that's, uh, what it is. Um, and I, the fun, a funny story finding her, um, I was working at a bookstore in New York and my boss at the time, Carrie, hi Carrie, if you listen to this, um, she gave me, uh, an advanced reader of Labyrinth Loss and said, oh, this is, this was one of my college roommates. You know, she's like this big author and, you know, this is her new book. Uh, coming out. Um, and I, uh, she's like, I think you'd like it. And, you know, she's right. She knows my reading taste very well. Um, and I fell madly in love with it. And, uh, well, the rest is history, as they say. But I think what I like best about her is I'm, she's, um, she's Latina, like I said. Um, but she, the, I just, I love the way she writes. She writes these kind of epic stories, but without making them feel like it's too much, like it's over the top epic. You know, it's not a, an Odyssey or an Iliad, um, or Anna Karenina or anything, but it, it definitely feels like, okay, I'm going through this journey with these characters. And, you know, I've read um, I think six of her books now, and it I felt that in every one of them. She just has this way of kind of taking her readers on these adventures and um, without making it feel tiring in any way. Um, and I think the thing for me, at least, that really uh, helps with that is her characters. Her characters are just these really rich characters that honestly, you can't help but fall in love with. Even the ones you're supposed to not like, you fall in love with just because it's, it's, they're done so well. I think what really comes through in her writing and the way she does her characters is, um, A, she's a reader and you can tell that she's a reader because she writes for readers. Um, but she also writes books that, you know, she wants to read, that she can appreciate. And that really comes through in her writing. That comes, that come that shines through in her storytelling and so it becomes these these books you just you can't get enough of I feel that every time I open one of her books last year 2021 um she came out with a book called 
uh, The Inheritance of Orquida Divina. And it's this magical realism book about this family and the grand matriarch is uh, dying and they all have to gather together and, you know, figure out what their inheritance is. And it's just this really interesting, beautiful, complicated look at family and what family can be and what family can do to you and how family can work and not work and the ins and outs and the messy and the and the joys of it all um that just kind of it it really blew me away as soon as I started reading I wasn't able to put the book down for a really long time because I just wanted to know what was going to come next what what next thing was going to happen to these characters what next adventure were they going to go on it's magical realism, uh, and I think it's possibly one of the best examples of magical realism I've come across since I, I read uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez's A Hundred Years of Solitude uh, when I was, I don't know, in eighth grade or something many, many years ago now. Uh, she just did it beautifully. It didn't feel like she was trying too hard. It didn't feel like... It was too contemporary with like a little bit of like, you know, implausibility thrown in to call it magical realism. She just blended the two really, really beautifully. Um, And I really appreciated that because I think that's a really hard genre to write in. And I think it's hard to do it that well. And uh, I think she hit, I think she hit it out of the park on that one. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to probably say that about anything she writes. I know she also writes uh, some Star Wars books I haven't read yet and romances under a pseudonym that I haven't read yet. But the best thing about all of that is uh, I get I have so much to look forward to. I don't have to wait years and years and years until I can read her next book. It's just there. I think that that's the mark of a really like important author. Um, you know, individually important to each reader, but when you get excited about the fact that they have a long backlist or, um, you know, that they have a book come out every year or, um, whatever it is, uh, or they're writing in other genres and you'll pick it up no matter what, because you love them Uh, and they, they've hit something within you that just, feels right and so no matter what they write no matter the topic no matter the story you're going to read it and you're probably going to find something in it to love Uh, I have very few authors that I feel that for where it's like anything I pick up by them I'm like yes I've loved this 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 and this about it you know there's a few others uh, that probably live in that same vein with her but Zoraida Cordova is is probably the top one for me just because like I said the characters the way she can she can do her storytelling it's all rich and it feels epic as I said but not in a like scary way it just feels like getting swept away it it 100% feels like getting swept away into a story and what's better than getting swept away in a story Nothing. There's absolutely nothing better than that feeling. I think that in general, that's what books can do for us. But I know that there are certain, at least for me, I don't want to speak for every reader. Um, I hope that when I start getting people on here to interview them and talk to them about their reading habits, 
you know, we can start, you know, learning more about if this is true for other readers as well. But I know for me that finding this in author um, or even a genre, you know, if we're going to make it broader, that just feels like it fits is really, really important over and above just the love of reading, having, you know, Zoraida Cordova's books in my life and knowing that no matter what I pick up by her, I'm going to love it. Um, or, you know, for me, the genre is fantasy and just, I know that I will always find escape in fantasy. No, even if I don't like love the book I'm reading, um, it always does the thing I need it to do. And for me with Zoraida Cordova's books, it does that every time I pick up one of her books. It's that feeling of escaping while also feeling really seen because she writes about the Latinx community as she knows it. Um, while, you know, our families are different, um, she's she's Ecuadorian-American, um, whereas I'm Puerto Rican and Mexican-American. So our, our family stories, our, our upbringing, our traditions are a little bit different, but um, I still feel seen. Just it still feels familiar to me. And um, that's what, what I think you know, hits me so much about, about her work. I think she also is able to take really complex characters and make them utterly readable. I, I, I think that one of the things that, uh, sometimes that character driven novels or, you know, that quote unquote highbrow literary fiction kind of gets bogged down in is the, complexity of a character and like making them too complex and trying to give them you know deep layer after deep layer after deep layer and it kind of drags on or it, it muddle muddies the story a little bit and not necessarily detracting from what the author is trying to do but just kind of making it a little bit more uh, difficult for a reader to kind of sink into the story but with Zoraida Cordova she writes complex characters that have a lot of layers, but are still relatable. There's still people that you feel like you could know, that you could be friends with, that you could meet on the at the street corner or something. So I just, I feel like she's got that, she does that balance really well. Some of my favorite characters are those types of characters, the ones that feel complex and real and kind of tangible, but not so much so that they feel out of reach of the reader. So I really appreciate that about her stuff, about her work. And um, the more I read of her, the more excited about her I get. Which is great because, like I said, her backlist is huge and um, I've just barely scratched the surface. So I know there's a ton of stuff coming for me. To be honest, I... I don't think she gets the recognition she deserves, personally. I know not everybody likes YA novels, and that's kind of mostly where she writes. Um, although the the inheritance of Orquida Divina is, I believe, her first four-way, uh, foray into adult fiction. Um, as I said, she writes romance under a pseudonym. But uh, Orquida Divina is her first adult fiction novel. And she got a lot more buzz when that came out. I just, I hope this is going to encourage people to kind of start going through her backlist because 
I think they're great. And I think that we need more voices like hers, more Latina voices in general to be shouted about the same way that, you know, Christian Hanna or um, Christina Lauren or, or Emma Straub is shouted out. They're all great writers. Um, I think that they all, they all have a lot of followers uh, or they get all get a lot of recognition for a good reason. Um, But you know, I still think that as Latinas, you know, we should be seeing more of our, you know, Latinx family being shouted out the way that, you know, white authors are. So I, it's, I just, I hope that or Orquita Davina makes people want to look at her, her other stuff. Um, again, it's mostly YA as far as I know. And, um, but it's really, really good YA, especially the Brooklyn Brujas series. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there that love the the book Cemetery Boys by Aiden Thomas. I'm one of them. Um, it was a great book. But if you love that, you should definitely check out the Brooklyn Brujas series because it's brilliant. It's really, really good. It's got family. It's got queer love. It's got magic and, and mystery and adventure. It's got a little bit of everything for everybody. They are very impactful reads and the characters in them are just delightful. You, you fall in love with them instantly. Every step of the way you're falling in more and more in love with these characters and you just root for them from the first page. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun to read. It's got a lot of really great feels in it, uh, in general. And, um, yeah, I just, I think she's brilliant and I'm going to continue reading more of her work. I thankfully finally got myself a new e-reader cause my old one broke tragically. And, uh, I, I had to wait for, um, some things to sell and, and to get some money before I could get a new one. But I, I did it. I finally bought myself a new one. So I'm, I'm going to be able to buy a lot more of her stuff now. Ebook prices, so that I can, uh, I can continue my obsession with her. Just take that journey uh, all the way to her, the very last book, and then just wait anxiously for to, her to keep publishing more. I, like I said, this, this episode was a little bit different than I had planned originally, which is fine. That's going to happen, I think. You know, I mean, life is life, and things kind of happen, and they fall apart, or they get you know, changed around or turned upside down or, or whatever. So, um, I hope everybody's okay with, with, uh, this being a little bit shorter than normal and, um, a little different than normal. Uh, I, I definitely do feel like Zoraida Cordova's books has representation in it that I, I resonate with. Um, so it definitely, it, it touches on that subject, but, um, this is, you know, as an author feature, uh, as a new direction for me a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be getting back to representation. I'm hoping beyond hope that next week I'll finally have my first interview up and, um, we can start, start that whole new journey together and we'll be able to talk about different types of representation, and uh, different types of media where that representation is and um, just more about kind of things in in general. But um, since this week was like so topsy-turvy, I I wanted to try this thing where I just feature one author and I gush over them the whole time. 
so I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope that this is something that we can maybe keep coming back to time and again, um, or I should say now and again. I hope this is something that you've enjoyed enough that you wouldn't mind if it happens again, because I have a few more authors that I would love to gush over and obsess over for an entire uh, episode. So uh, perhaps perhaps this will come back if people enjoy it. Now, I, I want to take the next few minutes to thank everybody so profusely for um, listening and for supporting the podcast by sharing or following or liking or rating and reviewing. Um, I hope you all keep doing it. I hope uh, you keep coming back for more because I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And I think things are about to get very, very exciting with the podcast. As I said, next week is hopefully going to be my first interview. And I think I've got, after that, I've got three others I could line up really easily. Um, plus a couple others in the, in the maybe column. So the more you all follow and subscribe, rate and review and share, uh, the podcast, the more I'll get to keep doing this, the more we can explore these ideas of various types of, of representation and being able to see oneself in media, uh, in books and TV and whatever, uh, where, where we're, we're feeling seen. So yeah, I really, I really hope you all continue to enjoy and, continue to keep helping me out by by doing all those things the rating and reviewing uh following subscribing doing whatever you have to do um because it's it's really helped me and honestly it it really means a lot to me every time I see someone share or they comment on a post about the on Instagram about the pod um I get teary-eyed because it just this is a passion project and it's something that means a lot and knowing that there are people out there that are enjoying it really, it just, it means the world to me. It really touches my heart in a lot of ways. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much. And I hope you all, and I hope you all have a really excellent day. And remember, as I always say, just keep reading.